Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Friday, November 12th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Days after General Electric splits itself into three, one of Japan's industrial icons considers a similar plan. Facebook whistleblower Francis Haugen was in Britain and the EU this week pushing for stronger laws to control online harm. And we'll end the week with Katie Martin's insights on inflation and Elon Musk's latest stunt. It's not obvious who has been harmed here. It just builds this picture of a really trivialized computer game kind of stock market, which is not what it's set up to be. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. The Toshiba drama continues. Shareholders have been pressuring the Japanese conglomerate to either accept a buyout or radically restructure. And Toshiba seems to be ruling out the option of taking the group private. Today, the industrial titan is expected to present a plan to split itself into three separate companies. The one of those, probably a company specializing in smaller devices and semiconductors, could be sold to a private equity firm. Shareholders will have to approve the restructuring, and that could be a problem for Toshiba. Nine big investors spoke to the FT, and they said they found the plan disappointing and unrealistic. Facebook whistleblower Francis Haugen was in the UK and Europe this week. Lawmakers on both sides of the channel are working through legislation that would hold tech companies liable for illegal content, like hate speech, on their sites. But Haugen urged them to broaden the scope of their legislation. Here's the FT's European technology correspondent, Matamita Mergia. So a bone of contention both in the UK and the EU has been in terms of the new laws that are being drafted. What type of content should be regulated under these laws? Obviously, we have included illegal content, which includes things like terrorism. And those are things that Facebook's algorithms are being developed to pick up. But she believes, and this is the core of the debate, that the regulations should also embrace and oversee harmful but legal content. But she believes these things should also be regulated because they cause harm. Facebook's algorithms, so like when they're doing risk assessments, right now they're limited to illegal content, so it's like terrorism. But they wouldn't have to cover things like the fact that these algorithms pull people down rabbit holes. And in the case of kids, They can follow very neutral interests like healthy eating and be drawn into anorexia content. That's not illegal, but it's really harmful. And kids die as a result of those things. So when you spoke to her in Brussels, Madhu, did Haugen say what's next after this trip? I mean, will she continue to travel around the world being an activist for stronger social media regulation? Yeah, I mean, she's a data scientist, and she mentions this quite frequently to kind of specify what her expertise is and, and you know, working specifically on, on online safety related stuff. She's not really been somebody who's worked in politics or policy even. So this is quite a shift for her. I mean, she tells us that she's just looking forward to going back home to Puerto Rico and kind of taking a step back from the limelight, um, but also that she was very much open to working with anybody um, who was interested in investigating further what was happening on Facebook's platforms and who wanted to hold Facebook to account. Um, she did, however, say that she it had taken her a long time to, to come to this decision um, to kind of put her name forward and to speak out about what she believed was happening at Facebook. And, and she really wrestled with that decision. Yeah, I want to play something that she told you related to that period in her life. 
I feel really blessed that I got to live with my mother last year for six months. And so while I was agonizing on like the things I was learning, I basically got infinite free therapy, right? Like my mother is a priest. She is great for like crisis of conscience, ultimate amenity. And so I, I aligned myself with the consequences a long time ago. Like nothing that could happen to me is worth the lives of 10 million people. And I genuinely believe that choices that Facebook are making are, are jeopardizing the lives of millions or tens of millions of people. That was Francis Haugen speaking to our European technology correspondent, Matamita Mergia. You can see the whole interview with Haugen on FT.com, and we've got a link to the video in the show notes. The latest U.S. inflation report has the financial markets betting, once again, on an interest rate rise from the Federal Reserve. That expectation lifted the dollar to its strongest point against the euro in more than a year. But Fed Chair Jay Powell only last week was still pledging patience, and the view of the U.S. Central Bank is still that high inflation is transitory. I'm joined now by our markets editor, Katie Martin. Hey, Katie. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Katie, what do you make of these inflation numbers and how the markets are reacting to them? Well, so the first thing to note really is just how big these numbers are. You know, the, so annual inflation in in the US by this measure is running at 6.2%. That's significantly higher than it was in the previous month and is also much higher than the market was expecting and that's the fastest pace since 1990, which people insist on telling me is 31 years ago, not that I can easily believe that. But uh, there you go. Shows how old That might be the scariest part of that report. (laughs) How can that be true? Anyway, (laughs) the the inflation is everywhere, right? It's in energy, it's in shelter, it's in food, it's in used cars, it's in new cars. The gasoline index is up 6.1% in a month, up 50% in a year. So, you know, as, as you're kind of going about your weekly shopping, if you feel like things are getting more expensive, you're not imagining it. Things really are getting a lot more expensive really quickly. And you can see it in lots of different types of food, for instance. And yeah, as you say, this is a big challenge to the message that a lot of central banks have been spitting out this year, which is don't worry, everybody. Inflation is transitory, transitory, transitory. Don't worry. This is going to calm down. And this is the data release that suddenly makes people think, are you mm-hmm, sure? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know, this is a punchy number. And the important thing about that is, you know, yes, markets are terribly important. I would say that because I'm the FT's markets <laughs> editor. But what is much more important than that is that this really affects household incomes. Some of these price increases are most painful for people who are on the, the lowest incomes. On the markets front, yet it, it, it does again get us debating and I feel like we've been having this debate forever now but you know when does the Fed say enough is enough and speed up the the pace of tightening the difficulty with that is that no amount of monetary tightening is going to solve the bottlenecks in supply chains part of the reason why for example energy prices in Europe are so high is because there's been a lack of wind in Europe Again, no amount of central bank tightening can make the wind blow. So this is the sort of inflation that's quite difficult for central banks to deal with or to to help to mitigate. And so uh, we really are in a bit of a pickle at this point. All right. We're going to reward everyone who has stuck around through our chat about inflation and talk about Tesla now, which is which is what everybody wants us to talk about. Is it? Um, okay? (laughs) I, I think so. I don't know. And. Of course, we're talking about Elon Musk, 
who asked his Twitter followers if he should sell 10% of his stake in the company. Now, we found out late on Wednesday night that he was planning on doing this regardless of the outcome of the Twitter poll. This is a very normal way to run a trillion-dollar company. Correct, yes. The first car company to pass the trillion-dollar market cap. Very normal. Very normal, Katie. Entirely normal, yes. So over the weekend, yes, he ran this Twitter poll. Hey, what do you guys think? Should I sell 10% of my my stake? Um, And then it turns out that he sold $5 billion worth of stock in Tesla early this week. Some of the regulatory filings, though, indicate that he actually had those plans in place before he put the tweet out. This is not stuff that most senior corporate executives of major listed companies do, I think it's safe to say. But these sorts of antics are precisely why a lot of people love him and love the stock. Katie Martin is our markets editor. Thank you, Katie. Pleasure. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back next week for the latest business news. The FT News Briefing is produced by Fiona Simon and me, Mark Filipino. Our editor is Jess Smith. We had help this week from Peter Barber, Gavin Coleman, and Michael Bruning. Our global head of audio is Cheryl Brumley. And our theme song is by Metaphor Music. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.